0: Hello and welcome to the pod. I'm Kayleen. And I'm Anna. And we are Entrepreneurs. Entrepreneurs. Entrepreneurs, a podcast by two gay idiots learning how to own and operate their own businesses in the midst of end stage capitalism. Welcome back, everybody. Welcome back. <laughs> uh, it's been quite a week. Woohoo. Uh, What's going woo-hoo. on? I feel like Kayleen, a lot's going on in Kayleen's house. Oh, so much. Um it's just a really busy a bit really busy time for me in a time that I wasn't anticipating. Which is good. Um you know, don't hate it, but it is just a lot of energy going everywhere. We launched our retreat officially. We have our pre-sale. Yes, yes if you listened to last week's episode, you know that we um were very excited to be planning the Apocalypse Magic Slumber Party which we officially launched, uh, pre-sale applications on Monday. Um, so, yeah, we're really excited. Uh, four days, three nights in New Orleans, um, f- like, just chock full of, like, amazing food, really great content, connecting energetically with, like, like-minded humans, Um, And really like, yeah, harnessing the energy that comes when you gather together in person. Um, I think we're putting together something really special. October Uh, 26th through 29th. So it's like Halloween weekend when the veil is very thin. If you want to position yourself to be in New Orleans on Halloween, there's really nothing like it. Um, And we're definitely planning the retreat with that in mind. Um, so that perhaps your you know Saturday night will be free um to cavort with the spirits. yeah costume uh,
1: parties stuff like that um, yes it's definitely like I also want to say uh on air on record yeah that I feel like this is not like a super beginner's retreat um right because, <laughs> a I don't think we're very beginners people um And B, I just don't think New Orleans is that, beginners, either. Um, No, yeah, New Orleans is um, not for the weak. Yeah, yeah, this is definitely, like, some very next-level quantum uh, leap things. And, like, if you spook easily, like, don't. Yeah, Um, (laughs) this is not the one for you. Yeah, Yeah. it's definitely like I think intensity uh, is one of like one of our gifts, if you will. And it's also like we are planning it because it's like with New Orleans in mind, we're like kind of co-creating it with New Orleans, I would say, in this idea that like, yes, New Orleans is very intense, transformative and like magical, but it is also very fun, lighthearted, and hilarious. So yes. these are really like the kind of things um, that we're incorporating in our programming, in our, our expectations, and, and in the whole vibe. Um, just wanna throw out, we, everybody will have their own room, we'll have a pool, um, and we are so excited to host you. So if you're interested, feel free we have our application on our website and our presale is open until july
0: 31st and then prices go up yes and you can find a direct link to the application on the link tree that's in our instagram yeah we're really excited for all the interest that we've
1: gotten in the applications and we're just we can't wait we're so thankful yeah thank you
0: (laughs) yeah very very exciting um Yeah, we can't wait to dig in So and see who who shows up.
1: So we started, when I was in New Orleans last week, I
0: think we mentioned it. Did we specifically mention the sun oil? I don't know. I think we mentioned it in, like, the weird talk. No, I don't know if we did at all. Yeah. I don't know if we talked about our weird synchronicities. No, yeah, because we didn't really touch too much on our trip to the... Yeah, to the conjure shop
1: yeah um well we got some oil and
0: it is like jet fuel um (laughs) truly you rub that shit on your third eye and you are energized i feel like somebody every day i put it on i feel like somebody has like wound me up and like an old toy and let me go
1: yeah it is and i think it's also like increased kayleen and i psychic connection um I'm going to just, I don't think this is crossing, but we can take it out if it is. Yeah. But you did like a future self meditation and you said you were wearing a sweater. And I just named the color of the sweater that you were wearing. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yep. I was just
0: like. Um, yeah. I was, was going to ask what color it was. And I was like, no, Anna, you know what color no, it is. No, you, you asked. You yeah. asked and then you answered and then I answered. <laughs> Oh, I did ask. You did ask, and then you immediately answered your own
1: question. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. It was it was weird because I saw like I I like you I read the text message and then I like saw the visual that I'm guessing you saw. So this is like the kind of the stuff that we are like energetically preparing for the retreat that we cannot wait to like you can only do this stuff in person, I feel like. Like um like you can I feel like start a lot of these bonds in person and like rocket fuel them. And then you can have the uh, connection further away. So, Oh yeah. Like I said, we have a coupon code available on meditation and, um,
0: and dream and the dreamscape only. Yeah. (laughs) Um, we have, we have, we have transmitted it through the astral plane and anyone who picks up on it psychically can DM us and you'll get a great deal on the
1: retreat. Yeah, because we uh apparently that's how Kayleen Because clearly I... we need you to be there. <laughs> Astral marketing, folks. Let's see let's see how it goes. Um all right. Um should we do tarot time? Yeah, let's tarot time. We're it. coming off of Two of Cups, the moon, and then two of cups. Very,
0: that's, uh, that's weird.
1: That's weird in and of itself. We're also,
0: yeah, we're also getting out of cancer season and into the season of the sun.
1: Season of the sun. Leo. Leo. Oh, we're using
0: a different deck. Say, say what deck we're doing. I'm using the Buffy deck. Yeah. Um, And we are using, here we go with the queen of stakes that wands aka the queen queen of wands ah here she is always and forever Queen of wands always shows up for me when i need to be a boss the queen of wands is my card yeah my career card at least
1: well i was gonna Um, mention
0: that this is your career deck right because this this is is the one you pull from work usually this is yeah. This is just the deck that's like on my desk all the time. So I pull a card for work every day while I'm there. So yeah, that's funny. Uh, yeah, I often often pull Queen of Wands on days where I have to show up on site and be a co- and like coordinate, um, or when I've got a lot going on and I need to kind of like it's a, the indication. It's like step up and lead, mm-hmm. and just do it. Mm -hmm. not even that they're not even necessarily there'll be conflict or it's like actually it's a pretty strong indication that things are going to go smoothly i would say so yeah yeah
1: yeah i'd I'd say like the queen of wands is also like your agency your power your drive your ambition um
0: yes but it's also
1: like the queen of of wands gets to thrive because she's in an, an environment that allows her to thrive
0: Right, and she's someone who can like, uh, lead by doing. She's got really strong vision that she can communicate well. Mm-hmm. Um, so she's able to like rally people behind her, um, who also believe. Like I, my in the Fyodor Pavlov, Queen of Wands, which is the one I pull a lot. She's got a cat who looks like really proud to be her cat. Yeah, a
1: happy <laughs> yeah. cat. A happy cat. Um, yeah. What else? What else could you want? Um, right. Also, astrologically, this week, uh, the seventeenth, we had a nodal change, which is like the mm-hmm. nodes. I I don't know. I feel like sometimes they're like associated with work or like life's purpose, and I always kind of wonder what that is about. Um, like life's purpose, I think that can mean whatever you want it to me i guess so it was in taurus with the south node in scorpio and then now it is in aries with the south node of libra so kind of i feel like aries is a very queen of wands energy which is just like this oh yeah yeah this fiery ambition i mean fire gonna do it gonna put yourself in the room to succeed um and yeah, then it's having... very evolved Aries. Mm-hmm.
0: Like, it's a very evolved Aries mindset, I think.
1: Yeah, I think so. And then uh, we also have, like, a Leo retrograde coming up. Uh, I think on the same day when we switch from Cancer to Leo, which is in a, at the end of the week, or I guess the 22nd, whenever whatever that day is, uh, 22nd of July. So that'll be very... I don't know what that's going to look like, honestly. Retrogrades, I, I think retrogrades really show up a lot differently for different people. Uh, yeah. For me, they're just like... Because sometimes people say, oh, they're like stepping backwards or re- revisiting past, da-da-da. I don't think I view it that way or it has an impact like that for me. I think if anything, kind of like uh Maybe it's more like a contemplative birthday, if you will where it's just like okay this is a time to like check in are we happy with where we're going how does it feel um what do we want cuz leo it venus leo really we have venus and leo for a very long time is what a retrograde means i feel like it's going to be there for like it's retrograde until september so i feel like we get almost Golly. like 4 3 or 4 months of like venus leo which is kind of I feel like like an Aries North node where it's just very it's more fiery it's less like or it's more like da 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 like show stopping if you will Leo you know uh, the theatrics the dramatics the loyalty the you know fierce lion or whatever so I think right I think it's all kind of like Queen of Wands energy there so yeah so the
0: main dish set the table we are serving the main dish
1: we're gonna speaking of retrograde we're gonna go back to a uh, something we're we gonna revisit about. Yeah.
0: a previous episode which i feel like we've done a decent amount of but like whatever we're in our eighth season we can Look, we can do some flashback episodes if we need to. I know we're
1: changing every 3 um,
0: 3 minutes here, so. Yeah. Um we I really wanted not just mainly because of like what's in the news, but also just cuz I've had a change of heart, spoiler alert, to revisit the conversation um that we're having about AI. Mhm. So we did an episode on artificial intelligence uh last year i think or was it earlier this year i, I think it was last year i wonder i don't think chat gpt had come out yet so yeah maybe it was even just a few months ago um
1: we're just gonna i'm going to research on the fly here and see when chat gpt yeah. like actually came out cuz i think we did this episode before chat gpt
0: yes i think um, we did i think it was when it was when all the art ai uh simulators were being were really really popular um and everybody was posting like that that's right yeah their uh ai selfies and artists were being like yo i don't like it (laughs) and at the time i was like well new technology happens and you got to adapt baby and i i and I admit this, I was wrong. Okay, ChatGPT <laughs> I came out
1: November thirtieth, twenty twenty-two.
0: Okay, so it was last year mm-hmm. for sure. Maybe even about exactly a year mm-hmm. ago. Um, I failed to take into the account that evil corporations <laughs> would uh, know would utilize this feature in ways that I could never even imagine. Whoops. Um, oops that's on me everybody i uh was thinking about innovation and not um destruction destruction of (laughs) of rights uh of workers and creatives that's sorry uh that's my official apology uh yeah i think um it's in the news a lot right now because it's connected to as we know my favorite topics, which is labor strikes. <laughs> she um, has Emma Goldman uh, on her foot. Her first tattoo
1: she ever had.
0: <laughs> um, I love workers' rights. Damn it. Um, but anyway, I, yeah. Uh, so as of right now, as of the recording of this episode, the Writers Guild of America and the Screen Actors Guild of America are on strike. Uh, They're against the American Motion Picture Producers Association I think is what it is. Um, They have failed to come to a deal Um, and the two main sticking points at the moment are residual residuals from streaming content and the use of AI in media. Um, and when the, the thing that's come out since the Screen Actors Guild has been on strike, is that uh, they came to the, to the negotiation table being like, we need to have, like, full rights for actors to protect mm-hmm. themselves, to to make sure that, like, their likenesses uh, won't be duplicated and used um, against their will. And the, producers came back with a counter negotiation, which is, well, we could pay everyone a day rate for our background actors. We could uh, pay everyone a day rate to have their likeness scanned once, and then we would get to use that forever. So the day rate for like your average background actor, is like maybe $200. So you're saying that like, Let's say that one person got their likeness scanned by every producing company, every major one. That's like a thousand dollars, maybe. Mm-hmm. So for a thousand dollars, you could lose your entire career, and then also and never get to work again. What if they put you in a porno? You know? Yeah. You you have no you have no um like consent over how you have no you you cannot consent or object to any project they can yeah you you could be in like an ad for something
1: really like what if you were just in a bunch of viagra commercials you know or like um you were like depressed girl number five all the time
0: yeah, or, you know, I mean, like, you, you see it all the time with people who, like, posed for stock photo images and didn't look at the mm-hmm. licensing agreement too hard and are now, like, cool, I'm now the face of boner pills. <laughs> um, like, you look familiar. You know, no, ha- I don't. That's a No, that's I a don't. You don't know me. Um, you're like, you, I would like, great, I can never go on the subway again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but this is, like, worse because they can, like use like this is in perpetuity
1: and it's um, also a moving and, image
0: too which is a lot uh spookier i think I, than still right and so now these stories are coming out from people who have been on set for like i know some people were talking about how they were like on um marvel sets like with some of the marvel tv shows for disney where they got taken to a trailer where their likeness was full, was recorded and they were asked to express the full range of emotions and they were not told how or why, but that it was part of their job that day. Whoa. God, what a time yeah. to be a lawyer. Right. Right. And here's the thing. Like, I think a lot of people are like, well, why should I care about the actors? They're all millionaires. And yes, like a lot of actors are millionaires a lot of act, but the majority. Here's a, a fact I read that I think puts things into into perspective. In order to qualify for health insurance through SAG, the Actors Guild, you have to make at least I think something like twenty seven or twenty eight thousand dollars a year from SAG projects mm-hmm. from official. Less than ninety percent of sag members qualify for health insurance yeah so we are talking about the rights and the compensation not of like brad pitt we're talking about day rate workers we're talking about people who are just trying to make a living and they're not like Mm -hmm. bad actors or people with failed dreams these are it's a job it's a like it is a it is a it is a job that you know, like, you watch Game of Thrones, you need those 300, 500 people in the background.
1: Yeah, I know. I, I feel like it. the producers heard us say actors aren't real people, and they were like, bet.
0: They were like... <laughs> Listen. <laughs> bet. Listen, I I don't like actors personally, but I will advocate for their rights. I like actors personally. Um, I think they, they're very been, interesting I, people. I've been... I've been victimized heavily by actors throughout my career.
1: So. Oh, I've definitely been on the end too, but um, yeah, it's uh, it's it's fascinating regardless. And I feel like this is also like our first AI strike. I don't think it'll be our last,
0: but um, no. Well, and now um, the Teamsters Union is uh, is looking like it may strike. <laughs> is that which, watch out because no Teamsters are across so many uh, industries. They're UPS drivers. Oh, yeah, yeah, I've heard about that, yeah. They are, in Hollywood, they're usually people who are, like, responsible for transportation, like, placement and setup of trailers, basic maintenance. Uh, Like, Teamsters are a huge union that impact a ton of industries. So, and they are notoriously, like burly and strong Mm -hmm. like physically and like as a collective bargaining institution okay so um the so i feel like and they're like they they're usually they're very union-minded like they're usually the first union to declare support of other unions that are on strike where they're like sorry this truck can't cross a picket line Mm -hmm. i guess we're just not going to be able to enter your studio okay you know, I guess that factory is just not getting its delivery today, because those drivers take union seriously, and whether they're on strike or not, they will not cross a picket line. Yeah. So yeah, um, it's a lot, and there's a lot coming out, and like these studios are evil, um, and they're all run by millionaires and billionaires. That, um, I think they had something about how like the head of warner brothers makes over 400 times more than his lowest paid worker that's crazy and that's like that's an insane level of inequity
1: yeah i uh i i I don't know what people thought was gonna happen i guess they were just trying to see like how far they could go
0: and to be fair it's gone very very far uh, to the point very quickly in less than a year of AI really hitting mainstream, mm-hmm. we have seen pretty much I mean I don't not gonna say we've seen the worst of it, but it's gotten pretty fucking bad yeah it's it's spooky um
1: i I don't like AI I never have and i I I honestly think it's dangerous conversation for like business coaches and stuff to try to be like use chat GPT like Um, you know, it's, they're just mining that data to train it, to think like you, right? Like, like that's what they're doing. Um, you know, and I, I don't know, I'm not going to say like, don't use it or how to use your life, how to like run your life. But also there are, uh, consequences to collective actions. Um, and training, uh... like also I think it's very suspect that like Mark Zuckerberg had threads, um, I think it's just all to train AI. I really think it's just all mining AI
0: stuff. And what do you think that's going to look like in 5 years? 10 years? Has have did everybody forget about Terminator? We've dis- we've we've discovered on this podcast that James Cameron is a prophet. Yeah, like so let's all revisit the Terminator series and see what what AI does for us.
1: Yeah, and and it's like also like the biggest proponents of it. After ChatGPT came out, they were like, "Oh fuck," you know. And it, it's yeah. also just like, "Fuck you," you know. Like that's just kind of how I feel. It's like these AI godfathers are like, "Oh no, it's um, it's gonna be bad." And it's, um, I posted this about my stories today, of um, like what is the line of curiosity and greed? Um, because it is quite an interesting question. Uh, cause you could say, you know, humanity is just a curious bunch, or you could just say that we're like, uh, the fucking like, uh, humans that got turned into pigs spirited away because we couldn't stop gobbling up everything in sight and being like, let's consume, let's consume, let's consume where we just like stop even thinking. We become these like mindless animals who just want to like explore, innovate, push And it's like, well, I think we're just very much in like the find out times, Um, which I mean, it is what it is, but um, wish I had been born in the fuck around times. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know if I honestly I think like I think I am happy to be alive right now because I I think about what the next 10 years is going to look like and how are we not gonna have a reckoning? How are we not gonna have a consciousness uh, revolution? Because I really don't think people are gonna change unless if they have to. And even just the conversation about climate change, it's a conversation people are willing to have, which they were not willing to have this conversation five years ago. Um, And I think it's okay if we have to deal with like the excess consumption and curiosity of a select few if you will um but i think it's also like i think it's curiosity and i think it's also like uh developed countries really let their guard down and really stopped being vigilant and really stopped advocating for themselves and other people and let these fuckers get away with it i really do think that there is culpability in um all of us especially in like america and like I mean cuz all of this is like fucking American problems. Like we're the ones perpetuating AI. We're the ones with like like Italy has banned it. Like I I don't know. It's it's really interesting to be in a country that is like you could argue like one of the most evil. Like
0: we like I don't know. The crimes you've done against... I love that AI against like, we'll never have a, we'll ne- I love that Italy's like, we'll never have another renaissance if AI's around. This is a country of artists. Yeah. Yeah. And it's... Uh,
1: I don't know. I don't know. It's it's very interesting. And I don't know what's going to happen with it. I, part of me doesn't... like. I feel like there's a couple ways I think it could go where... Part of me wonders if it will even get that far for AI to take everybody's jobs because it's like how functional uh, is our infrastructure going to be? Like we've had how many of like I think it was like one or two weeks ago we had four of the hottest days on record ever, four days in a row. How you know what I mean? Like how how like I think we're going to self-destruct uh quite literally even before. And then there's also this idea of like solar storms and like you know these like Fate and karmic events that like are we gonna are we gonna take ourselves out or are the poles gonna shift or the electromagnetic poles gonna shift or some shit and then we can't even yeah, use our electronics gonna have another,
0: or are we gonna get hit by a giant asteroid like the dinosaurs
1: yeah i i just don't know i don't know if humans get to take themselves out you know what i mean like it almost yeah.
0: seems like... It's, it's a level of hubris to assume that we get any control or say in how we end. It's like
1: it's like we've even tried
0: our best,
1: right? Like, since the Industrial Revolution, we've been really trying to just, like, kill ourselves quickly and, like, with the most decadence, you know? But I don't know. I don't know. Maybe, maybe something else will happen before that. But I don't know if we get to slowly cook ourselves off the planet. Um... It seems almost like I don't know It's quite poetic Honestly It really seems like The writers got lazy Just with like
0: (laughs) They got replaced by AI I know
1: I I hear people say That kind of stuff now Where they're like Oh this looks like AI It looks like an AI Drew
0: this Or like This looks like Or you look at like Copy And you're like I'm pretty sure No human had a part in this Mm -hmm. And it's I don't
1: know it's why I really like my good ideas and my bad ideas because it's like yeah make some shit that like an AI can't make and then I was listening to a podcast the other day and she was just like well if your copy looks like an AI could write it then you need to write better copy and it's just like how do you think this is going to stand in six months where Uh, you know, maybe half of the world's population has been using chat GPT and inputting it and trying to utilize it to make it, like, the most efficient. Like, we're just code. Like, that's, like, the whole idea of, like, why manifestation works and, like, simulation (coughs) theory and all that stuff like that. It's just, like, oh, it's just, like, you know, when people, like, hack the matrix or, like, reprogram your brain, it really just is just, like, because we're not different than a computer and we can teach a computer how to act like a human pretty fucking easily.
0: Yeah, and it's like constant like we're also like now that that shit's out there, it's constantly scrubbing everything. Exactly. For data. Every, there's no there is no privacy from artificial intelligence. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I don't know. I don't know how
1: long because I've always – because it kind of goes back to, like, our social media conversation of, like, what we think is going to happen to it. And this very interesting – this has only happened in the past few days. There's this trend on TikTok where people will pretend to be an AI NPC character and they will, like – They'll get gifts and they'll just respond in this robotic manner. Like, thank you for the gift. Thank you for the gift. Like, panda, 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 glizzy, glob, glob, glob. Like, just really, like, out there shit. And it's working. People are making, like, thousands of dollars a night. And, like, my whole TikTok live, anybody I see live on TikTok now is doing that. And it's kind of like this joke of, like, are we gonna be is, Are robots gonna replace us or are we gonna become more robotic um, and it's weird it's it's weird I don't know uh, everybody choose your uh, apocalypse uh, archetype of a city pirate or or berry picker in the woods because it's just looking to be that <laughs> Well
0: get your kits. Yeah, this would be a great time to revisit our um Disaster our episode about disaster with disaster girl magic. Yeah. Yeah,
1: she that was that was a really good one. So maybe we'll broadcast. Yeah, here's the deal. On uh on the yeah. AM.
0: Yeah, you don't need to prep your kit for the wilderness. You need to prep your kit as if you're like gonna have to abandon your home and go live somewhere else. So Think about that anyway. Yeah. Woo, this one got dour fast. Yeah, I mean. I think, I don't know, I think we're also too, like, I'm realizing, like, thinking back to, like, all the stances and opinions I very staunchly held when we started this podcast and where I feel now, specifically about technology, like, I fucking, I've had TikTok off my phone for months. Yeah. I resent the hell out of my phone where, like, if you go back to the first season and we talk about, like, phone and screen time, I'm like, I don't like monitoring my screen time because it makes me feel bad and I don't want to feel bad. Yeah. I love my phone. It's my escape. Yeah. Now I'm just like, this is a distraction I have no control over and I wish I could throw it in the lake. Mm-hmm. All of that in, like, two years. Yeah. Yeah, it's accelerating so fast.
1: Yeah, yeah, and I mean, it's good to have like that accountability with yourself too, instead of being like, I mean, that's I think that's it, cool I mean, though. I you think... like noticed like it brought you joy, and then when it stopped bringing you joy, you fucking stopped. I
0: think it's also a a like a testament to like my life and my like how how I like whereas like two years ago I had. You know, especially coming out of like in COVID situation, like I uh, had a life that I needed a lot of escaping from. Mm -hmm. And now I want to be present in my life and I Mm -hmm. don't want to be staring at screens all the time Mm -hmm. unless they're making me money. Mm -hmm. That's debatable.
1: Yeah. No, I think that's really beautiful. And I'm proud of you because it's like, yeah, yeah, you created a life that
0: you're excited about you know yeah i'm thinking about one of the things i haven't done but i want to play around with is with the like focus and like different modes you can put your phone on to kind of see if there's ways that i can adjust settings for like different places or times of day or like phases in my life where i don't like so that i can like like, if I'm at the gym, I only want to get notifications from these apps. Or if I'm not working, I only I don't want to get notifications from these. Mm. And, like, different ways you can kind of... I know it's very customizable. I just need to sit down and do it um, in an effort to kind of, like, stop myself from compulsively checking things I don't need to.
1: Yeah. I don't really think I have any notification. I think my... If you call me, I think my phone will ring. um, But I think that's about it but I'm not like a person that really needs to be reached that much Um
0: yeah so you certainly don't think so no <laughs> <laughs> you let your phone die constantly yeah yeah well I have it's, it's no I
1: have a mantra that is um, when my phone dies that's when the magic happens
0: and I yep you talk about it in that in that episode yeah
1: and cause, because it's proven true way too many times uh for me to to not you know respect that so yeah i don't know um ai everybody maybe it maybe maybe it won't happen maybe the strikes will you know because part of me also thinks with ai it's just like they can't replace like what's gonna happen we talked about this in the first episode i remember we were like they can't just, like, get rid of everybody's job because if nobody works, then we don't have a fucking economy. You know? Like, yeah. you can't... They need to... Yeah. You need workers. Wait, if, they get, if AI replaces my
0: job, I, I, I better be getting, like, UBI. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So... It's just, like, you need
1: workers. I, I just, like... I just get kind of confused, I think, about, like, where they think things are going um, and it's just like, I, I also think this is gonna be a little dark, but we've also talked about this on the podcast with like the suicide pods. They're really underestimating people's desire to like stay alive. Um, like, it, cause if you take away, you have so much inequality and you just have a life of suffering and then like this life of like, you know, extreme decadence that the world has never seen why are people gonna fucking want to stay alive and work for you, you know? Like, I think I... I... I yeah. I don't know. And... I think also, as people's, like... and Like, yeah. I, I don't think we have enough, like, plastic that we can consume. You know what I mean? Like, we're all... There's already so much microplastics in our bloodstream. Like, I just don't think... It's a very well. That's we're learning about these, like you know, these billionaires are like speaking out against thing and ag- against like the strike, and it's just not. Um, they're just not coherent. These people aren't coherent. Like I, I kind of have a theory: the richer you are, the dumber you are. Um, <laughs> like Bob Iger was saying that like the actors were not asking for something realistic, and it's just like he makes like I think seventy thousand dollars
0: a day. Um, yeah, he like makes more CEO. in a day than – he makes more in a day than the major than the average film writer makes in a year.
1: And I, I just – I don't know why you would even bring realistic into the point of view because, like, that's what you're banking on is that people have the American dream that is not realistic. Like, why would you bring realistic into this? Because, like, if people wanted to be realistic about things – um it would mean you wouldn't be alive you know what i mean if i think if people really took power of okay like these fuckers are making the world uninhabitable for us to even live on um yeah fuck you and your retirement like i don't there's like this age filter right now on tiktok and it's just like some of them are just like i don't think i'm going to live to to be that age um, and I think that's also something, like, I don't think a generation has ever collectively been like, yeah, we might not live to be 60. And that's just, like, a whole nother reckoning, too, that... We might not be here. That, like, I just don't think that these billionaires realize that, like, we are ex- very existential in a lot of different ways. And, uh, we're not, um afraid, I guess. I think people are, are definitely like pushing their limits and as more and more people experience uh, housing instability because of climate change or even blackouts or brownouts or lack of food supplies, like you're not like, I, I don't think there's really gonna be workers um, that much longer because I I don't know how
0: much longer money is gonna be moneying. Really makes you think about whether credit scores matter or not. They,
1: You know what? I don't they didn't even
0: get we're not they're not even 50 years
1: old. And then it's just like this shit is a scam. You know, it's just like this isn't even real. So many other countries don't even have them. So right. Um, yeah. Whatever. I think if anything, I feel like I'm like an existential romantic. So like all of this kind of stuff is just like do whatever the fuck you want. Do a bucket list thing. Like, I don't think we really, I don't, I don't think it's practical to plan for retirement personally. Um, So don't, if you don't want to and have fun and re I think we just really have to redefine how different things look. And I think this is also going back to the retreat of apocalypse magic of like whether or not, (laughs) if it's all falling apart. Yeah. And like, what do you look like? we get you know what i mean we get to construct a new society out of the ashes of whatever the fuck this is um and who knows how long we're gonna have to work who who knows how how much longer this system is gonna be here um but the veil is getting very fucking thin because i mean yeah even the robots are making it thin it's all just making we're out here questioning humanity of like what is what is a human and what is not a human like that's that's so like philosophical and just fucking wonky. Um, so do whatever makes you happy, and really take a chance on yourself because I feel like if it's the end of the world, it'd be kind of dumb to be sad. You know, like we still have running water. So if I can enjoy it.
0: Right. I don't know. Who knows what you'll be grateful for. Yeah. In 10 years. Well, that's
1: I mean, it's most most. Most moments that are people's like favorite moments are like more small moments. They're usually not huge things, you know. Right. Um because a lot of times that creates like pressure and disappointment um you know or yeah what's your favorite moment do you have one kayleen
0: oh don't put me on the spot i couldn't tell you right now i'm too brain dead all right you heard it here first don't put me i don't want to think
1: i'm too pretty to think all right well i have a bro book review
0: Bro Book Reviews. I read
1: a bro book every week so you don't have to. Recommended me by a friend of the pod. And it is called The Game of Life and How to Play It by Florence Chauvel-Shin. And it's very... Okay, so it was published in 1925. And I will say... yes. Almost a hundred years ago. History. And I will say that it passes the COVID test that I think it still stands after COVID. Um, But it's very OG manifestation and it is also very biblical. There's a lot of like, it's like kind of like prosperity preaching, I would say. Um, And it sounds like she was like one of the world, like one of the first life coaches Because she talks about people, like, coming to her and being like, I need $3,000. And then they would, like, send the vibration out and they would get the money somehow. Um, Yeah. So she was definitely, like, very ahead of her time. And she uses a lot of, like, Bible verses to support what she's saying. But I also wonder if she, um, I don't want to say had to do that, but, like, could she have published this book if she didn't do it? Bible verses as a woman so it's I don't know if you don't like the Bible that much maybe you wouldn't like it Uh, but I think with like the historical context and honestly none of it's like you're going to hell if you sin it's not like that it's just like Bible manifestations or whatever or blessings Um, I enjoyed it I thought it was very uplifting and it's very much focus on like the positivity and good things will come to you so to me I thought it was interesting I would recommend it it's very like quick and easy to read and she also talks a lot about clients that she's had that have received results like she never really talks about anything personally but she talks about yeah the client success stories and it's kind of like a just a whole testimonial sales book or something, but it's from like a hundred years ago. And
0: cool. it was interesting.
1: So I That's pretty good. Yeah. I, I would recommend. Um, my friend that I read it with, he also really enjoyed it. So he was like, I don't like yeah. self help, cool. but I was like, this is definitely self help, but it's okay if you like it. I'm not gonna tell on you.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, you can find us at com or entreprequeers.podcast on Instagram. Hit up our link tree to find a link to the uh, Apocalypse Magic Slumber Party. Uh, if you would like to join us in New Orleans, October 26th through 29th, um, at a low pre-sale price, the price will go up after the end of the month. Uh, so... Take advantage of it now. Um you can follow oh, do you uh, do your stuff? You have candle stuff? I was gonna say Swamp Witch Swamp Witch at four uh, four eyes. Not, no. candle no. stuff. That's fine. Well
1: No um, candle stuff. And yeah. then I am the dot fate guru at uh Instagram and TikTok and like change the dot from where it is. And you can sign up to my email newsletter. And then I also I don't think I've plugged this. Or actually I think I have. I have a really awesome meditation as my freebie right now. If you want to download it and give it a shot, I have had like people just kind of like cold DM me and email me and tell me that like it's really helped them and they've cried during it. So it's I got to say I really cool. like it. Um so go ahead and download that. That's like a freebie and you'll also get on my email list for that and then Uh, Keep an eye out for retreat events. We are going to release some other. We have some other little bonuses coming up, too, with the retreat. So keep an eye out for that. And thank you guys so much for listening and have a gay day.